26th episode of the Auto What podcast featuring Amon Bashir, that's me, Rob Attrell, Keegan On, and our guest, electrical engineer student, and my brother, Sean Bashir. Hi. <laughs> Hi. It's <laughs> good. Um, Sean. Yes. Uh, I don't know if you've listened to recent episodes, but one thing that we do when we start off, and we, we make a point to never warn the guests that we do this, uh, is we have you rate how the intros work. Okay. So uh, over the past couple of weeks, what happens here is Keegan and I, we alternate episodes, mm-hmm. and uh, we ask our guests to give any commentary and rate us from a scale from 1 to 10. Okay. Keep in mind, our mother is probably listening to this. Okay. So... <laughs> <laughs> what do you think? I give it a ten. Boom! Oh. Wow, <laughs> the competition. Yeah, yeah. it really is. It sounds like a conflict of interest. Well, you, really you know what? You guys approved the guests, so yeah, <laughs> oh, that's, that's real for me. I got yeah. a two one week. Oh, did you? Yeah, you did. <laughs> yeah. Differential is gonna be humongous. You got a, you got a seven point five last week, though. I think Mom's so. Yeah, marrying me so far. Yeah, that's good. He, that's he's good. paying me, so yeah. I it's, got true. It. Oh, <laughs> it's true. <laughs> Next week, we're gonna have my mom on the podcast. There you go. <laughs> is that a good idea? Yeah. Will you get a 10? Yeah. Sure. Okay, I would zero. That's it. You're, you sound pretty confident here. But speaking of paying people, weird, trans- <laughs> <laughs> weird transition, we have a sponsor uh, again this week. Uh, Bo's Brewery decided uh, to let us try their seasonal brew. Before it's even released at LCBO. Yeah. Which I just thought was amazing. It's it really might, amazing. By the time people listen to this, it might actually be released. We're not sure exactly when. Yeah. Oh, that's a good point. But, but right, right now, it's not out. Currently. <laughs> you can't so, get it. Yeah, that's fine. So <laughs> there are four bottles. Is that right? Yeah. yeah. Four bottles in this holiday pack. Uh, and we're going to try one of them this week. Yeah. And uh, what we'll do is we'll splice other ones in throughout the next few episodes, maybe. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And take it from there. So this beer, it's a seasonal? It's a seasonal brew. Okay. They, they do different types of seasonal brews, if I'm so not mistaken. they have four yeah. seasonal beers. They have four seasonal beers. Okay. I don't know if it's the same one every year. No, I don't think it is. But uh, I've never tried this one. Right. So, Rob, you want to tell us about the beer? Yeah, so this beer is a, it's a pretty interesting flavor. Uh, it's winter brewed coffee amber, which is actually, it's a collaboration with Bridgehead and Bose. Ah. Which I'm just learning both, literally right now. Both local. Yeah. So it's brewed with a blend of Mexican, Guatemalan, and Ethiopian organic fair trade coffee from Bridgehead. So uh, give it a try, and uh, then we'll talk about it. So they say here that it's it's malty, roasted, toasted flavors of coffee and barley melded with nutty, fruity inflections, and the interplay is carried forward in the aroma, where caramel, peach, and a touch of lime underpin fresh coffee and amber malt notes. Well, Keegan, you're the coffee connoisseur of all of us. Why don't you start? Uh, my wife drinks a lot of coffee and got me hooked. I feel like if coffee was any other drug, it would be like a really sad story. Like I didn't drink coffee, but then my wife like has a lot in the house all the time, and now I can't like go a day without it. <laughs> like ruining my life. I'm sorry to hear that. But, <laughs> well, we'll get you some help. Uh, this is amazing. I, it really is. It's great. I know we're supposed to be. This is supposed to be like a cool kickback for us, like a sponsor, but 
I'm going to go to the store and like spend all my money on this beer now. <laughs> like only going to buy this from now on. That's what they You wanted. don't even like beer, so this is... Yeah, it's really... I do like coffee, uh, coffee yeah. porters or coffee... This is not a porter, right? It's a coffee amber. Coffee amber. amber yeah. Right. Yeah. I've had uh, coffee porters before. This is the first time I've had this. Yeah, me too. But it, uh, it's great. It's, uh, it's it's really full. Yeah. But it's, yeah. Uh, it's good. Uh, what do you think, Sean? No, you guys covered it well. You could really taste the, the coffee. It's great, actually. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's nothing worse when when you get like a coffee beer or something and it doesn't taste like coffee. Or like we had a pumpkin <laughs> one. Remember we had a pumpkin one? Yeah. It didn't taste like pumpkin at all. And that's the thing. Yeah, you, when when you when you have that sort of specialty, you hope they do it kind of right. They're new, but there needs to be a nice balance. Yeah, right? exactly. It's a, it's, it's a weird thing, but uh, I think Bose hit it. It's very well uh, done. Winter brewed. <laughs> so a couple things here. I don't like coffee. You like, don't I don't like coffee. drink coffee. Oh, okay. This is the closest, other than Coffee Crisp, <laughs> this is the closest coffee-themed thing that I, like, yeah, I, I'm okay with it, even oh, yeah. though it's coffee. So I like it. That's a good comparison. That's coffee it. Crisp is awesome. They, uh, <laughs> <laughs> they have here suggested food pairings on the Bose website. Interesting. Oh. So, corn flakes, corn flakes, breakfast burritos, bagels with cream cheese, omelets, smoked salmon, and spicy Caesars. So, they suggest drinking in the morning. Yeah, I think so. <laughs> <laughs> Wake up. Uh, <laughs> Also, it sounds like with some things that uh, contain milk. Yeah. I don't generally think of my milk and beer. No. But uh, apparently this. Milk and coffee. Do That'll do milk, it. Coffee and beer. Corn flakes and beer. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's a very bro-y. Yeah, it's it's very no, I, I, I like it. It's good. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Yeah, so thanks to Bose for providing that for us. Really yeah, no, it. that's great. So we'll be uh, sipping on that for the episode. Yeah. And... Uh, Stay tuned for the other types of uh, beer. Maybe, at one point, maybe we'll just have two at once. I have no idea. Yeah. We'll, we'll make it up as we go along. They're available in the LCBO supposedly this week. Yeah. So go check it out. By the time you hear this, It'll check out there. the LCBO. Yeah. So, <laughs> like, yeah. We'll finish listening to the episode. You hear this yeah. and then like, you do your day and whatever. Yeah. Like yeah. You'll probably get there next week. Yeah. Well, that's it. No one's like <laughs> bolting out of the door from the podcast. <laughs> you know, I uh, just a quick anecdote. Right. Uh, I I just I like I, I don't know what it's like to be on another end of a podcast. I don't generally listen to a lot of them. Um, so when we started doing this, especially the beer segment, I was thinking, well, who you know is is anybody actually taking anything out of this? And I was having this conversation with this uh, with, with a, a guy I know, and he. Um, he had told me that he had listened to a few, and I think it was your wife, Keegan, uh, that was on at the time, and we were doing a Tom Green beer, which I think is also by Bose. Yep, yeah. it is. And he had said that you know he was at this party, and he happened to hear somebody say that they're drinking the Tom B- Green beer, and because he heard it on the podcast, he, he was more inclined to try it. And I'm like, you know what? I hope this is what happens here because this is just delicious beer. <laughs> We're changing lives. We're changing yeah, lives. Yeah. Anyway. Interestingly, the Tom Green beer is a milk stout. So you got the milk and the beer. Okay. Okay. I'm seeing a trend here. Yeah. Okay. Anyway, moving on. (laughs) Sean. Yes. Um, You know, I haven't done this in a long time. What fair city do you hail from? Oh. (laughs) (laughs) I'm from uh, Northern Ontario. Elliot Lake specifically. Elliot Lake. I think we live together. (laughs) (laughs) Look, we were roommates. (laughs) Housemates, at least. Yeah, he got evicted after a while. I did. I did. Rent. Exactly. Just go off to We never heard this story. (laughs) You know what? You don't know how long I was here before I got to school. All right. (laughs) That's good. Uh, Yeah, so you're you're an Elliot Laker, and um, 
which is what we call ourselves, Elliot yeah. Lakers. Your basketball team is the Elliot Lakers. <laughs> <laughs> you think so, but we're the Elliot Lake Adams. So take yeah. that. Uh, okay, so yeah, you're from Elliot Lake. Yeah. Um, you moved here to Ottawa to go to school. That's yes? correct. Yeah. What uh, What made you choose Ottawa? Uh, partly because I know a lot of people living here. I know, well, you for one. You do know me. <laughs> that wasn't the deciding factor. Yeah. <laughs> Another brother. Uh, Ottawa seems like a, a bit a, a popular choice for people from Northern Ontario. I think they want to get as far as far as possible. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. It could be it. But uh, I don't know. I just, uh, growing up, visiting you, visiting my older brother just made me, like, you know, love the city. And uh, I'm glad I made the choice, actually. It's a great city. It's got, uh, as I said, it's got a... Uh, it's a bigger city with that small city vibe, you know? Like yeah. It's, just a, yeah. it's a, just a great city all around. Well, it, it, and that's literally what it is, right? It's, it's a bunch of small cities that exactly. sort of amalgamated together. Yeah, it's uh, perfect. So that's cool. Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, so you went to school, or you're currently going to school. That's correct. And you're studying electrical engineering. That's correct. Uh, so we've had a chemical engineer on before. Mm-hmm. Right. And uh, have we had another type of engineer? We, we had uh, – he wasn't a chemical engineer. He's a chemical – Graduate. He's an engineer yeah, graduate. That's right. Because we learned you can't call yourself an engineer even no, after you graduate. Right. So, exactly. Yeah. yeah. So, he, he walked us through that in terms yeah. of you need to have so much practice and things like that. Uh, Did you but, know that when you yeah, went yeah. into engineering? You're engineering training after school. Uh, oh, yeah. and training. Yeah. Okay. That makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, he talked about what got him into chemical engineering. Do you want to talk about what got you into electrical specifically? Yeah. So, how I picked. First of all, engineering in general is that I have a passion for both math and science. And the combination of the two just, you know, pretty much direct points you towards uh, engineering. And electrical specifically, there's been such a huge evolution in technology the past like 20 years. And it kind of inspired me to go into the field of electrical specifically because all of the innovation that's taken place in the in the recent past and the amount that's going to happen in the future. Like I just see a lot of potential. So that's why I choose I chose electrical specifically. Okay, that's yeah. cool. Uh, and recently, uh, so we, we've learned that, uh, prior to graduating, you can already get your, your iron ring or whatever. Yeah, it's that's called. great. Now, do you, you're, you're around that time probably. Yeah, you're, I get it. Up. I get it on November 22nd. Oh, wow. wow. Yeah, it's very close. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, you, so they have a the little, uh, secret ceremony where only, uh, the, the graduates are allowed to attend and they have a little wine and cheese. And then they rent out a mansion downtown. That's what they usually do in the past. It's no longer a secret. <laughs> That's oh, no, the secret's out. <laughs> they rent out a mansion, and then, uh, yeah, just a celebration of your four years or five years, however long it takes you to complete the degree. <laughs> yeah, that makes sense. A mansion? Yeah, how many mansions, mansions are for <laughs> rent? Here's the thing. When he told me this, I said the exact same thing. And I was like, is it the keg mansion? And it's not. What mansion is it's this? The mansion. The mansion. It's the one uh, in the is it La Maison? Is that? <laughs> that came to my mind too. Go ahead. I think I've heard that reaction before too. It's the, it's on, it's on the intersection of Rito and... You don't want to say it. People are going to crash it. That's true. Yeah. That's true. It, but it's, it's in the nightclub Mar- mansion? Yeah. 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 Okay. yeah. yeah. Huh. Across yeah. some smokes between yeah. you've been. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. There's a, there's a short way Whiskey bar? <laughs> no. I saw a sign for Whiskey no, Bar. No, it's down there. It's a couple blocks. That's, that's a place called Whiskey Bar, yeah. I think. Yeah. <laughs> like, like the store. 
<laughs> yeah. That's another one. Yeah. Some interesting names. <laughs> there was a place called which My Condo. Which is not a retailer. Uh, which is not. No. <laughs> FYI. Okay. There was a place called My Condo, and that confused me for a long time. What? Are we at your condo? <laughs> That's a thing, right? <laughs> yeah, it wasn't called the Mon's Condo, but it was called My Condo. It's like, where are you going? I'm going to My Condo. So I was talking to someone yesterday who said they, they had brunch or something at my place. We heard... I've never heard of a restaurant called My Place. Really? Yeah. That's like that's, intentionally confusing. That's just being lazy. Like, <laughs> yeah. My condo, you, you, they made it kind of fancy. It looked like a condo and stuff like that. My Place is just, come on, that's lazy. <laughs> Unless you want to sponsor us. That's not lazy. Yeah. Restaurant. <laughs> that is innovative. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> New restaurant's idea, My Space. I think that name's taken. Yeah? I think so. Not for restaurants. <laughs> well, you know what? Because it mean like everyone eats there for a few years and then like... Switch to Facebook? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Goes to a bookstore called Facebook. That's yeah. <laughs> uh, good. Uh, so uh, you uh, having a, an iron ring ceremony soon yeah. means that you're... In theory, graduate, <laughs> in theory, graduating soon. Fingers crossed. Yeah, I'll be graduating... Uh, well, you, University of Ottawa only does two graduations, one in the one in October-ish or yes. when you did yours, yep. and one in uh, June. Mm-hmm. So uh, it's one or the other, regardless of when you graduate or regardless of when you finish your studies. Yeah. So even though I finished my studies in December, at the end of December, I'll actually be crossing stage oh, wow. in, in June. That makes sense. But uh, I'll have my, I guess, unofficial uh, degree until then. Mm-hmm. Cool. Yeah. How does that work? Are you, are you able to apply to jobs yeah. as if you're? Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I don't know what paperwork they provide you with. I guess I have to find out. I think you have your transcript updated. Like I just gra- oh. I graduated in April for my master's okay. in Ottawa, but I didn't get. I just got my certificate in the mail. Oh really? Yeah. If, so if you go, you get it faster. If you go to the actual ceremony, I they'll give it to so. you there. Yeah. But Wait. but it was all my transcript. Like it was like you're a master. Yeah. 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 Whatever. Oh, I see. That makes sense. Yeah, because your key and your ceremony was just like last weekend or the weekend before, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Okay, that makes sense. So they would have sent it after that. I think so. Huh. That's interesting. Okay, so come January, what's uh, what's the plan? Uh, well, I'm looking for employment right now. I have a couple contacts, but nothing set in stone yet. Uh, the good part is I have minimal commitment, so I'm open to relocation completely. Oh, yeah. A, for anyone listening. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say, is this a, like an uh, like a, uh, audio resume? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what he's plugging. <laughs> yeah, himself. <laughs> it's good. Uh, yeah, yeah. I'm just uh, going to either travel or uh, go right into the field as of January, ideally. That's cool. Yeah. Uh, do you know what the prospects are like in sort of this area? Uh, for electrical engineer, for, I, there's not too much in Ottawa. Like it's very government based here. It is, and in the government, there's not much electrical work. Um, so I do think I'll be relocating probably uh, if it's around Ontario, around Canada. It's likely going to happen. That makes sense. Yeah, uh, I imagine a lot of engineers head out to like Alberta, right? Yeah, and Calgary is uh, is the spot for engineers. Well, it's uh, extremely popular. Cool. Is, it, is there an area of electrical engineering that you are interested in? Like, it mm. sounds kind of broad. Like It's very electricity. It's very, like, you know, <laughs> you have nanoelectronics. You got everything, actually. Right. I'm uh, more into the, the power and sustainable energy type type deal. Oh, that's great. So, it's a good uh, field to be in. Yeah. <laughs> Dream job would be, like, an OPG, Atari Power Generation or Hydro One type of thing. thing. Um uh, And sustainable energy, you know, it's a, it's a big feature. So that's why, yeah. I, that's why I choose that specialization. Yeah, that's cool. Huh. Uh... So you recently went on this this big trip, and I'm gonna we're gonna touch on that in a sec because sure. I want to hear all about what you did with this this project. Sure. But before we do that, 
Why don't we jump to uh, one of our segments, a, a newer, new-ish segment we're testing out called Beaver's Den. Rob. So, do you want me to explain the segment explain first? The segment. Yeah, yeah, yeah. First of all. I'm really not. Do you want me to explain I, it? I mean, I'm not the host of this segment, right? We, I'm we, the I participant. Think- Oh, I, I can, I can, I can explain it. Would you be more, would you be more <laughs> comfortable? Okay, well, I'll explain it. Beaver's Den. You've heard of Shark Tank? I'm <laughs> using your ears from last week, Keegan. You've heard of Shark Tank. You've heard of Dragon's Den. You have to preface it, yeah. We have a thing called uh, Beaver's Den. Not Dam, Den. We don't like to curse. No. <laughs> So what this uh, what this is is tanking this intro. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, rate this one too. (laughs) So this is uh, this is our um, pitch. One of us each week will do a bit of a pitch on a product, a product or a service or service. Sorry, we did a service last week to see if uh, no, if if anybody's interested in in joining us in this endeavor. If uh, sometimes looking for investments, yeah, uh, really just here's here's an idea. What do you think? Yeah. Rob, what's what's your idea? So my idea this week takes the quickness and convenience of putting on ski boots. Uh-huh. You know the, the clasps the ski boots have, so you can put them on really quickly. Yeah, uh, and it takes them to skates. Skates mm-hmm. are terrible to put on and take off. They got really really long shoelaces that go across like fifteen times. True. So what I'm, the product I'm calling Quick Skate takes that idea and. That, that we're all very tired of tying skate laces in the freezing cold. You tend to get either snow or ice on the laces, so it's really annoying. They get stuck and they get frozen together. You spend five minutes when you're putting your skates on, making sure they're tight enough and making sure that your ankle's supported properly. So working with my team, we've developed a prototype for skates that have a light polymer version of a ski boot with, with strong ski boot uh, strength clasps that maintain the lightness and the versatility of skates okay so you don't have to spend these five minutes five or ten minutes putting your skates on kids again this is very convenient you don't have to spend your time tying your kids skate laces you can just clip them in they're good to go okay interesting this might be the most serious idea we've had it is he's been planning this for a while (laughs) (laughs) i think i've seen this before you guys not seen that like kids skates no I think it's a I'm bringing already. this to adults. <laughs> <laughs> I'm pretty sure I've seen this. Is it, yeah, okay, well, apparently... Have you done any, any research? You're talking about Velcro? <laughs> no, like an actual... Like, but what about adults? Boots. Adults are all... I guess. Well, what if we That's had... like going to work with Velcro shoes on. I'm going to do that. I, no, you're right. I couldn't do it. <laughs> I, I would use Velcro skates. Velcro dress shoes. Really, I, I would like this clasping for my winter boots. I told that to Rob earlier. He didn't like it. <laughs> I'm sticking with the skates. Okay, so that's fine. Uh, so, yeah, there's there's an idea. Um, would uh, you guys be willing to invest to bring the prototype to market? Well, I mean, you, you are very passionate about it. And if it doesn't already exist, uh, no. It may exist for kids. <laughs> yes, you'll know. We have, what? <laughs> we haven't looked into the, the kids' market to care if there's a product yeah. there, but we're bringing it to the adult market. Okay. To the mainstream, because okay. it's not mainstream right now. Okay. So essentially, it's a, a boot you throw over your skate. <laughs> no, no, no. It's a, no it replaces. It, it's a it ski boot, basically, but it's a lot lighter, because yeah. ski boots are really heavy. and it, But it's got the skate It's like a ski boot with a knife on the bottom. Yeah. That you skate on. <laughs> sounds, sounds dangerous, though. <laughs> Keegan, Keegan has a competing product, which is why he's yeah. bad mouthing this. Competing and pre existing uh. product. <laughs> uh, Actually, the idea of a skate, I wonder like, who pitched 
the idea of escape for the first. It sounds like a crazy thing. It does, yeah, yeah. Well, they originally used bone. Really? Of metal. What? Yeah. Yeah. What, what sounds crazy now, Keegan? That's not, that doesn't even sound like it would, it would work. It does. Bone? Or did. Have you ever yeah. sharpened a bone, Keegan? No. <laughs> you tried. I didn't know you could do that. Well, up in Elliot Lake. Yeah. That's yeah. all we do. That's how we spend our spare time. No wonder you're so bad at skating when you got here. Yeah, you used a bone. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Completely different feeling. Wow. All right. Well, if you want to uh, invest in Rob's idea, you can email us at ottawapodcast at gmail.com. I love how seriously you took this one. Yes. Yeah, <laughs> what was your What was your one last week? That was mine, right? The yeah. one where they cut, you cut power <laughs> so you can reset. You remember to reset your clocks. Last week we had one where, yeah, for the time change, you literally <laughs> cut the cord, the power cord, and it's not your problem on how they get it fixed. So it's not like, so it's all of your clocks are just blinking 12 instead of like some are change and some aren't change. It's, it's a productivity. And, and you know what? Right, right until almost the end, all of us were like, okay, well, we see kind of the valley. When Jill Keegan said, we'll literally cut the cord. <laughs> Uh, anyway, okay, so there's that. You know, back, back to his idea, actually. Yeah. A similar idea I've seen uh, is one where you actually, that's why I asked that question, is that you actually, it's a regular skate, and you yeah. just put a, almost a sleeve, like a boot on top. So you were to tie it at home, and if you're going to a rink across a field, mm. you throw this boot on, you walk across the field, and then you take it off, See. and your skates are oh. tied, and you just skate. Didn't our brother come up with that idea? He came came up with it <laughs> <laughs> well anyway, he thought he did sorry yeah, yeah. but uh, yeah like so I, I think what happened is that for a long time he had he, he had thought about this idea but some alternative had come out yeah and, okay. uh, and wouldn't the boot yeah. cut this guard at whatever you're wearing in half like you're putting like 100 200 pounds of pressure on the skate yeah. blade as you're walking I'm sure there's some material yeah. well, like a skate guard they have yeah. but I feel like that's the same thing it. Yeah, yeah, but yeah, <laughs> it, it's different. It, I mean, it's hard to walk with skates and skate guards. It's like heels. Have you done that before? Yeah. yeah. Why are you? Why is that your point of reference? <laughs> so weird. That's the only thing. It would be similar. No, to, no right? I mean, not, not that we're judging. I mean, yeah, it's, uh, I'm judging I'm, a little. I don't think there's anything wrong with guys. <laughs> so, Sean. <laughs> Uh, yeah, so one one really cool thing, <laughs> one of them, there, there's a lot of cool things about you, but one really cool thing that happened is you took a trip recently yes. and um, and it had to do with this challenge. Uh, and I'm not going to give any more information. I want you to talk about from the beginning to end from sort of beginning. what happened. Okay, so rewind to uh, May. Uh, my professor entered a, uh, a competition called the Valio Innovation Challenge. And basically, this is a competition that encourages uh, students to um, design and create uh, a designer system that uh, helps make the cars of 2030 smarter and more intuitive. And uh, there were uh, 969 submissions, and his proposal made uh, top 20. Wow. So he's like, okay, like we have to get students on this. Uh, so he threw myself and my roommate uh, Daniel Lutz onto this project, and he's like, "You guys need to, you guys need to come up with something." <laughs> that was just the proposal, you know, with a bit, with a large amount of yeah. entries. Now we need to do something. Uh, so we partnered up with this uh, this man called uh, Ju- Julio Pimentel, and he's a uh, founder of a company called KyloWave. And uh, essentially, over the summer, we uh, built a system that helps. Uh, optimize the efficiency of a hybrid vehicle. 
and it's about four or five months uh, of working. Uh, it's completely actually curricular, like it's got nothing to do uh, with the school. And uh, uh, so, I'm, I'm sorry, after making top 20, uh, the organizers of the competition, Valio, they gave us 5,000 euros uh, to help uh, kind of build what uh, the professor originally proposed. Uh, so, uh, like I said, over the summer, we, we, um, we, we built it, we tested it, and on September 17th, we found out we made top seven. Like our technology made uh, top seven, and then all uh, everyone in the top seven gets to go to Paris, France, to to present their idea, Ooh. present their design. Uh, so that was extremely exciting. Uh, so yeah, we went to uh, on, on October twelfth. We went to Paris. Uh, the, they flew us there, and essentially had to present the idea uh, to a panel of judges. And this, the, the jury ranged from. Uh, there were engineers or astronauts. The CEO of Atari was there, like just a wow. bunch of, you know, <laughs> which uh, of these things doesn't belong? Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> there were economists, marketing analysts. There's someone from every field, yeah. and even sociologists, like just trying to like critique every single idea. Yeah. And uh, yeah, so the idea was presented to the jury, and uh, we made we got second place, wow, and uh, awesome. with a prize of uh, ten thousand euros, which is about just over fourteen grand Canadian. Wow. And uh, yeah, so we just extremely excited. Free trip to Paris and 10,000 10, euros. This is not bad of a deal. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's it. And yeah, so uh, this fall now, now that, that the competition's over with, uh, we're starting to actually put it onto an actual vehicle. Like we just made a lab, laboratory prototype, right. tested it in the lab. And now that it's, we proved it to be like a, a viable uh, technology, we're going to put it onto an actual vehicle. So that's the work right now. I'm graduating and, and my roommate Daniel is graduating as well, but we're kind of going to shaft it to the uh, third or second year mechanical engineers, electrical engineers, just so they could kind of get some hands-on experience. Cool. So what, what is the idea? What, like, what do you, what did you do? So we, I don't want to get too technical. Yeah. Like on a, on a Please don't. High, higher level. Yeah. Yeah. He's lost already. <laughs> Cars? <laughs> like the movie? <laughs> so basically we, we have a car computer. And it pulls energy from a battery and something else similar to a battery. It's called mm-hmm. a capacitor. And it pulls from energy from both. That's what, how cars typically work, hybrid cars typically work nowadays. And what our technology does is it uses uh, your phone, like an application that we made on your phone, as your computer, as your central computer. And it uh, basically it just takes your location data, so where you're located. We're at Banking Gladstone, right? So it'll say, okay, you're at Banking Gladstone. There's quite a bit of intersections around, so it's fair to conclude that you'll be stopping. It'd be stop and go, essentially. Right? Stop every yeah. intersection and then continue afterwards. So what it does, we created an algorithm that kind of optimizes the efficiency of the vehicle by pulling from either the capacitor or pulling from either the battery or both, depending on how many intersections are around you. So it's kind of a location-based optimization mm. um, for a hybrid vehicle. Wow. Yeah. So it's amazing. Yeah. So we, we referenced... Um, these students from UFT who did a similar uh, type, except they made a, a fixed kind of environment. Except what we did is we kind of made it an environment you could anywhere, like anywhere you could you could, you could uh, implement this technology essentially. So it's not fixed. Wow. Okay. And where really do you cool. draw your the data from? For uh, Google, actually, okay. Google Maps. Cool. Uh, we use a, a principle called uh, it's called geofencing, and what it is is say you were to place a geofence on uh, your home, you could. Uh, and you enter this fence, it's like a virtual boundary. Yeah. So whenever you enter or exit uh, this boundary, it tells you, you could, you could just do commands accordingly. So whenever you enter, say, downtown, 
it's you can conclude that there's a lot of intersections mm. and you want to pull from say the capacitor right. instead of the battery when on the highway you want to pull from the battery you know what i mean mm-hmm. so that's essentially what it does just location-based uh, oh. optimization yeah that's so crazy that because when you think of or maybe when i think of like really innovative stuff or or things that are going to be used in industries you think you would i would assume it just kind of comes about in um like in a comp like from within a company or something but this is like students exactly yeah. at a school working on stuff that's going it sounds like it would be very very uh, sought after yeah technology. yeah and, and then the guy actually who made uh, first place at the competition he's a student from a brazilian university who single-handedly uh built this uh, system that helps similarly optimize the efficiency of a vehicle he got uh, 100,000 euros was the first place prize. Wow. And uh, the organizer of the company, Valio, they uh, put, I think, 10 or 15 engineers on his idea and partnered with him to actually... Wow. Oh, to Lord. And this company, Valio, is... I mean, I'm sure no one listening has probably heard of it, but they're an extremely large company, about 80,000 employees. Oh. And they uh, supply uh, automotive parts to uh, manufacturers, essentially, worldwide. Awesome. So, so there's, there's, there's a good chance that... This like the technologies that are successful in this competition are going to actually make it into cars because exactly, they're, yeah. man, they're working with manufacturers. Yeah, yeah. They, they contacted us for a potential patent, and they maybe there's a partnering option in the, in the near future, but it could have been just Ooh. a generic email. Yeah. <laughs> That's true, too. <laughs> you never know until they send a follow-up with more information. It, it was sent by <laughs> hello at value.com. <laughs> <laughs> That's when you know it's personal. Yeah, yeah. I am the CEO. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> do you get like some kind of royalties off of patents? Like, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. You definitely oh, do. Man. Like, if you were to license it to a company, for example, yeah. you definitely get royalties off. That's my dream: is having royalties on something, <laughs> just like making money. Off Sit of back and make money. Yeah, that's it. Every six months, you go and cut power cords, and then yeah. you just, <laughs> the rest of the year, you lay back and <laughs> get by. See, if somebody takes that idea, I mean, we recorded it first. Yeah, so. true. that's true. <laughs> <laughs> Hint, nobody will take that idea. <laughs> Don't do it. It's bad. Yeah. Uh, so uh, this had nothing, This going back to your project uh, or, or this challenge, yeah. this had nothing to do with, uh, you know, your courses. That's correct. It was sort of something you did outside of, you know, outside of school time, but it was still very much affiliated with the school, correct? Yeah, yeah. It was completely extracurricular, except we actually worked at the school uh, with uh, an industrial partner of the university. Mm-hmm. Okay. And, uh, yeah, we approached the professor, I think in, in May and he, uh, he's like, yeah, we want you guys on the challenge and see what you could do for us. So, uh, yeah, we pretty much worked at the school the entire time. That's great. This seems like a very good networking move. Yeah. Do, you know, yeah, like you're, definitely. you're working with all these industry people and exactly. like a humongous company. And is there, do you think that maybe, I know you don't know if you're going to work for Valio, but I mean, is that a, it's a, it's an Gravity. option. Like it's it's really my framework. Like as I said, I'm in I'm specialized in power sustainable energy, mm-hmm. but working with the concepts behind the electronics and vehicles, like I've taken such a big interest in it. So it's completely changed my mindset. Right. Yeah. You know. So not only is it beneficial in terms of you know the prize we won, but the hands on experience I got was more than I've learned in any class any class could teach. You know. Right. So yeah. that's why we're we're giving it to the second and third year mechanical and electrical engineering students mm-hmm. because they can have that same learning opportunity. Like it's a huge opportunity yeah. whenever you have a hands-on application. So this is something you would suggest to, to students? Oh, of course. Yeah, yeah. Any Anything hands-on, definitely do it. You definitely. Because university, you know, it's typically very theoretical. Like it's like, yeah. uh, you know, how does this translate to the real world? But when you're actually building something, like you could see the direct link, you know? Right. Yeah. 
that's that's great. Yeah. And and coming from this, so um, when you came back, what, what I thought was really cool is yeah, again, like my my experience at University of Ottawa was very different because I wasn't as involved with the school specifically when it comes to research, mm-hmm. and I never really thought too much about uh, you know how how involved the school was in sort of your your academic life in that respect. Yeah, yeah. And what what I thought was really cool like was on top of them sending you guys uh and and you know paying for whatever mm-hmm. coming back one of the things they did was they 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 told the school you know we're proudly students they had you on the front page of their website. Yeah, front uh, front page of uottawa.ca we got uh we got in the U Ottawa Gazette, like their their, their paper. Yeah, I, I was told by one of the group members we we're in the Citizen two days ago. Oh, yeah. but I haven't even looked at the Citizen. Yeah. Oh, wow. Uh, so uh, yeah, it was just uh, good to get your name out there, and 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 it's funny because I remember when I was in the in the computer lab at the, in the engineering building, and you see everyone launch their browser, and the home page is just a picture of our group, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and just you kind of see them glance at you and kind of like look back and forth. There's just a nice feeling in general. You're a celebrity. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's not bad. Yeah. It helps that you guys were all in suits. Too. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it makes you look more important. The one day we look good. <laughs> yeah, there you go, eh? Uh, take a look at the picture for anybody who's listening on our website. Sean doesn't look anything like that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. Uh, so why don't we jump to another segment? Um, we have a segment called Classic Ottawa, which is uh, news events around Ottawa in the past week or so. And Keegan, do you want to tell us about uh, some of these news events? Absolutely. Um, so, uh, first story is about Capital Pride, which is Ottawa's, um, they organized the, the Gay Pride Parade yep. in Ottawa. Uh, at their annual general meeting, Capital Pride organizers decided that, that their motion to declare bankruptcy was premature because they were bankrupt. Yeah. The organization expressed its disappointment that the city of Ottawa will not help to fund Capital Pride this year. Apparently, being $90,000 in the hole doesn't qualify you for an arts and culture grant. That makes sense. Yeah, I think that's only fair. That's a lot of money. That's a lot of money. That's a lot of money. <laughs> and they're not filing bankruptcy. They just they decided not to file bankruptcy. Which is a weird move, right? Because uh, just last month, they were like, no, we're, you know, we're done. And then, you know, there's a lot of things going on there. And other other people were like, well, we'll take over the parade. Yeah. And now they're just like, nah, at the, at psych. The, at the meeting, they were like, 90,000. I'm like, no, we got it. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> Pennies. Um, two men were arrested Saturday night after trying to throw another man off a bridge. The assailants are being charged with possession of a deadly weapon, aggravated assault, and being a goddamn psychopath. That <laughs> 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 was in, in Vanier, or near oh, Vanier, man. that bridge oh, there. They should have used Vanier away. Uh, yeah. They should have, <laughs> our, our old product. Um, Audible Red Blacks news. It wasn't really their last game when we last, reported that it was their yeah, last game. Yeah, last week. <laughs> oh, no. I, I reported that, and I was wrong. <laughs> Uh, but they had their last game yeah. of the season, finally, and also lost that. So I guess we're even now. <laughs> Ottawa bylaw is at it again. Last week, their war on Uber took another step when undercover agents busted three more drivers at the Canadian Tire Center. Wow. Each driver received two tickets totaling $845. This is a big win for the city considering how much money they're spending on these undercover officers in the first place. 
But yeah, it must be because salaries are exactly yeah. crazy. Overtime too, probably. Right. Yeah. <laughs> they Travel them. vouchers. They have to get out there in the first place. Yeah. They're taking regular cabs. Or maybe they're taking legit, like they're taking Uber out there. And, then yeah. and, and that's the thing, right? <laughs> that would be hilarious. <laughs> yeah. That's the best. And Uber, I, I read that Uber <laughs> is paying all of these tickets. Yeah. yeah. Like the company is yeah. paying the tickets the drivers are getting. Wow. Cool. Yeah. Apparently, like one guy. Uh, so I. I they they started writing a ticket as they were in the car already, the officer. So, you know, what does the driver do? So the driver texted their contact from Uber Ottawa or whatever it is. And uh, right away, apparently he'd responded with, yeah, don't worry. We, we've, we've got your back. It's mm-hmm. fine. And uh, and whoever it was, the director of whoever's in charge of this thing, she, you know, she sounded really smug in this article. And she's like, you know what? I have a good feeling that people are going to be, you know, deterred from using uh, – being Uber drivers, blah, blah, blah. Then they cut to the, the driver who was charged, and he's like, yeah, I thought about stopping, but I went back at it on Friday. <laughs> 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 so I don't know if this thing is working, but uh, anyway. <laughs> uh, every Halloween, police warn parents to check their children's candy for needles or anything else that is suspicious. Well, it turns out that's not just an urban legend. A 10-year-old boy bit into a Snickers bar and was surprised to find a sewing needle inside. Boy was triggered treating near the Thistledon area of Barhaven. Despite references to thistles and Snickers, police cannot confirm whether the Riddler is a suspect at this time. <laughs> you guys know the Riddler? Yep. yep. Popular, Classic DC. Popular Bat, Batman series. Yep. Yep. <laughs> Yeah, that's thanks. Thanks to you. Played by Jim Carrey in the nineties movie. Yeah. So that's the news. <laughs> <laughs> but um that's insane. That yeah, like, it I'm, is. Yeah. It's scary. Is that normal? I I don't really know. Not. I I I've always heard about you know be careful for needles, and I'm like, who's putting needles? Yeah, I've never you read know? a real story. I never had either until now. But leave it to Barhaven. Yeah. Because I still don't know where it is. (laughs) Thistle down. Yeah. Which is, yeah. It's about halfway between here and Elliott Lake. (laughs) In my mind. North Bay? Probably not. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Speaking of Elliott Lake, can you talk about some of the things that maybe you miss about Elliott Lake while you're here? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> what a uh, long list. Where do I start? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, what did I do in Alleyway? Um, I missed the, the walking distance to everything. Yep. That was great. I mean, uh, uh, Ottawa's got, it's got the same for the biking side of things, but Alley Lake, you just walk to a friend's place. You know, there's no... Cabbing was looked down upon almost. It really was. <laughs> like, why would you cab from a to point A to point B? Uh, um I miss the all the outdoors things that were really close. You could do anything from hikes to any any kind of trails. Uh, all the fishing was available, the camping, all that stuff. Yeah, uh, just a typical Northern Ontario vibe. Okay, um, and the people like uh, you would. It's only a city of about I think about ten thousand now, maybe give or take a bit. And everyone knew you, girl. And being the only colored family in LA, right? <laughs> it really helps. <laughs> so yeah. there are people that always come up to me, or yeah, you're this person's brother, you're this person's son, and like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And just walking around on the roads, you just always are offered rides, you're always offered anything, just because people know who you are at all times. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And just everyone gives you a hi, how are you? It's just normal yeah. for people to shovel your neighbor's neighbor's driveway. It's just a very everyone's very close in LA, right? so that's what some of the things I miss about. Uh, but anyway. That makes sense. Yeah. And so I, I don't know about you, but when I came here, you know, I I missed a lot of the similar things. But one of the beauty uh one of the beautiful things about Ottawa is that, you know, 
a lot of that stuff is still, I mean, it's further, but a lot of that stuff is still accessible. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. So, you know, when you came here or, or since you've been here, have you taken advantage of some of the abilities, you know, whether it's Gatineau Park or, you know, being able to camp around here or hike or, or yeah, walk? Yeah, or I've done probably like, well, five or six trails at Gatineau Park. It's extremely, uh, it's, it, it's just great just to be in the outdoors. I went uh, camping uh, near Perth, if you guys know where Perth yeah, is. Perth, yeah. yeah. I went camping there a couple times. Uh, and I've done some fishing uh, within Ottawa and some near uh, Perth as well, except can't catch anything. I don't know what it is. You guys got, <laughs> you guys got fishing tips? <laughs> <laughs> Not that kind of podcast. Yeah. <laughs> I've seen people fish on the, in the canal. Yeah. yeah. There's some the nasty... And catch things. things. Yeah, I don't yeah. know what they're doing. Like, are they eating them or are they putting... There's them enough them? dead fish floating. I wouldn't yeah. pick one up. <laughs> Do it golem style. Yeah. I, I don't think... Uh, I'd like to think it's just catch and release, but I they have buckets next to them, so... Yeah, so I don't weird. know. It's a weird thing. Plus, I feel like, I don't know, I mean, have you ever uh, gone fishing in a place and, like, have your, your your line get caught at the bottom or something like that? Yeah. I feel like that would constantly happen that's in true. the Rito Canal with, like, yeah. the trees growing. Yeah, sure. <laughs> I, went, uh, I went kayaking on the on the canal, and every time you bring your paddle down, you just kind of brush against a bunch <laughs> of <people. laughs> That's probably an arm. It's yeah. fine. Yeah. <laughs> that's cool. Uh, so... Sorry, kayaking? Yeah, yeah. You kayaking. could go from uh, Dow's Lake all the way up to all the way up to the Rito Center. So about eight kilometers. Oh, that's one cool. way, sixteen both. Yeah. Huh. I always mean to do that, and I never. Uh, it's great. I've, I've seen people. I've just never thought really of it. It's pretty exhausting, actually. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's it. <laughs> if you're not used to it, anyway. Okay, that's cool. Uh, and, and what else? So, uh, in terms of extracurriculars, what else do you do around here? Uh, I started OSSC on. Ottawa Sports and Social Club. That's it. Yeah, yeah. yeah so I uh, we do the, the the variety. So we play uh, basketball, volleyball, dodgeball, chukeball, which is a new sport, and uh, oh, bench ball. So soccer, essentially. What is chukeball? Chukeball. So uh, we play on the basketball court, and under the nets, the basketball nets are two. Uh, trampolines that are angled at 45 degrees what and uh i like it already <laughs> yeah you, you don't jump on them this oh, is oh, yeah. sorry <laughs> and basically what you do is you throw a ball at the trampoline and you want to get it to bounce out uh, out a certain radius and then hit the floor and then you get a point and what the opposing team has to do is they have to catch it before it hits the floor mm. and uh, one of the catches cat ah. one of the cat one of the catches is that um, is that there's no you're not on any side so you could actually shoot at either oh, one. Wow. Oh wow so uh, so one of the strategies we saw last time is that people would uh, throw it towards uh, one side and everyone's around you right everyone's around the net because you yeah. want to make sure the ball doesn't hit the floor and then you know next thing you know he throws it to the complete opposite right, side where yeah. one guy's I guess cherry picking yeah. and he'd throw you know get a point on that side yeah. so it's actually pretty interesting the sad part is it replaced hockey so I was really looking forward to that. oh whoa <laughs> it's no a, it's a big change yeah. Yeah. yeah but it's good to try new things and everyone loved the sport it's pretty exhausting since yeah, there's like so. a lot of running around huh. that's what's fun about new sports is there isn't like an established way to play it you yeah. know like basketball yeah. you have like you know what's going to happen like there's a certain <laughs> amount of plays that yeah. you can do but yeah, yeah. in that like Exactly. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's like, chaos. It's in, it, people are innovating. You know, yeah, like yeah. they're making new things. Yeah. So this is an all sports, all sorts of sports. Kind yeah, of exactly. Yeah, yeah, I see. And I like how they modify some rules. Like in, in volleyball, for example, it's not uh, it's not um, just bumping and volley. 
mm-hmm. you can do anything that keeps the ball in the air. So people are like kicking it and headbutting, like just like all around <laughs> fun. <you know? laughs> oh, yeah. Right, yeah. It's a lot of fun. That's kind of cool. Definitely recommend it, actually. It's my first year doing it, and I'll definitely oh, do it nice. again. Yeah, yeah that's awesome. Cool. We've, had a, we've had a few people uh, on the podcast who've, who've been, you know, doing some kind of sports through OSSE. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, one of, the, one of the great things is, you know, when they sponsor, when they're, you know, I guess they have a close affiliation with their sponsors, specifically the Royal Oak. Oh, yeah, and, yeah, and, yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, you're able to get, you know, Insurance Hero. Tips. What's that? Insurance Hero. Is that another one? Yeah, one of their sponsors, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Dude, do you get something? Or? I think so. I think you get a better estimate. Actually, yeah. no, you don't because I use I, – I checked it out when I was getting my insurance. It's not great. All right. But it's – But it's one of their sponsors. <laughs> <laughs> the fact is it's a sponsor. Okay, that's cool. So uh, why don't we jump to – yeah, let's do a speed round. Uh, we sort of told you about this last minute, but you're aware of what it is. Yeah. yeah. And uh, it's really just a barrage of questions, okay. and uh, we're going to put two minutes on the clock. Yeah. And just answer them as quickly as you can. Uh, okay. And and if for whatever reason you can't, you can you can say pass. Although it's frowned upon. It's frowned upon. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so when you're ready, why don't you start the clock and say your first question, Rob? Okay. Here we go. What is your favorite flavor of ice cream? Chocolate. What's oh, mint chocolate chip. My, sorry. Okay. What's your favorite name? Uh, as a name of a person? Mm. Sean. <laughs> <laughs> least uh, least favorite candy? Uh, anything non-sour. <laughs> All right. <laughs> what do you think of Amon's mustache so far? Uh, it's, it's a little patchy, but I'm, I'm on a talk, to be honest. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Next country you want to travel to? Um, country... Say uh, Germany. Cool. Next Canadian city you want to travel to that you haven't been before? Haven't been. Uh, Vancouver. Oh, cool. Favorite movie of all time? Godfather Part One. <laughs> <laughs> What's the longest time you've ever spent in a car? Um, should we include buses here? Yeah, uh, probably about ten hours. What's your favorite age? Favorite age. Of a person? <laughs> um, 70. <laughs> What's the closest you've ever been to a bear? Oh. Uh, probably like five feet, ten feet. Yeah. Wow. Ellie Lake, they were just... <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's why I asked. <laughs> What's the worst flavor of anything in general? Vanilla. <laughs> Favorite Ottawa pub? Um, the old doubler in the market. Nice. What's your favorite thing about yourself? My skin color. <laughs> nice. That's right. Uh, favorite type of wood? Oak. Who out of the three of us do you think has the nicest back? <laughs> this guy. Yeah. Rob. Yeah. Rob. <laughs> What's your least favorite kind of wood? Uh, birch. <laughs> uh, the last song you listened to? Uh, electric Feel. Should adults own futons? Yes. <laughs> nice. Is it what you expected? Yeah, I had no idea. Yeah. Yeah. It's so out of left field. What's with the back question? <laughs> I don't know, man. I try to always do something related to the three of us. You but pick a different thing. thing every time. I, I do pick a different thing every time. They started <laughs> off relevant, now they're just not. At yeah, all. It's true. A lot of it was like, who has the best eyes or whatever? And I was like, well, I'm not going to ask you that. But <laughs> it's someone obviously told, me. Someone told me the, the other day I have a nice back. 
Really? Was it Anna? Yeah, it was. <laughs> I don't think that counts. Yeah, it came yeah. up in conversation. <laughs> I guess. That's good. Oh, one of those things. Yep. <laughs> um, so another segment, or we, we could jump to another We can talk about more, too. Actually, let's talk about one more thing. Um, you mentioned it just before we started recording. You were talking about uh, a place called Govindas. Govindas, yeah. G-O-V-I-N-D-A-S. That's right. Uh, so it's a non-for-profit restaurant uh, located in Sandy Hill. It's at about Somerset and King Edward, fairly close to there. And basically they just... Uh, it's five dollars all you can eat you go in uh, you just uh, eat it's a, it's a vegetarian and vegan based uh, restaurant and uh, yeah five dollars all you can eat it's essentially like a typical grandmother's house so you go in you take off your shoes before you eat yeah. and uh, you, you serve yourself and then at the end you just you pay pay your five bucks and uh, last week the, the reason I heard about this place is because one of my friend goes nonstop. And, uh, <laughs> and, he, and he mentioned uh, last week or maybe two weeks ago, they had a, a Feed the Hungry Week where uh, this restaurant, the lady that, uh, that runs the restaurant, uh, essentially gave everyone uh, uh, this, this this buffet, all you can eat, except that she didn't charge. She just wanted people to eat, essentially. And um, it just like it really stuck out because there's not many people that would just cook for free, you know? Right, no, no, no. And that, that's what really stuck out is that this, this lady, she charges... Uh, well, that week she charged none, but she charges a minimal amount just for the sake of feeding people. Yeah. That's the reason why I wanted to give her give her a mention just for that uh, kind you know, gesture. So what uh, what kind of food? Like I know you said vegan. Or yeah, whatever, so but... there's um, – I mean obviously there's the rice. There's a couple uh, vegetable type curry. Okay. Uh, there's a, a vegetable stew as well. Um, uh a couple others I can't think about off the top of my head, but uh, cool. yeah. So the thing is, there's no variety in the meals. Like the same day is the same. Yeah. I mean, every day it's the same. The same platters, but if you don't want variety in your meals, you <laughs> go there every day for five bucks. <laughs> yeah, that's it. And awesome. you live right around there, too. Yeah, yeah. So it's perfect. Uh, it's uh, on the way to school, so uh, it's they're open between five p.m. and eight p.m. every day. Oh, so cool. ideally for supper. Cool. And it's a really popular spot for for students. And uh, yeah, I recommend it if you guys are around the area, just check it out. Great. Yeah, it's one of those hidden spots. Yeah, I, exactly. I'd been once before, but it, uh, yeah, it's kind of cool. It's just sort of tucked in there, but uh, yeah, they, they seem really, really nice. Which yeah, is cool. yeah. And it's, I mean, it's large enough. I mean, no places in our general area are, are, are huge, but mm-hmm. it, no, they, they've done what they could with the space. And, and I thought it was, a, it, was a, it was an interesting thing, taking your shoes off before coming into a restaurant yeah, kind yeah, of thing. Yeah. And like, I don't know, I mean, I, I don't know if everybody's comfortable with that, but I was like, no, it's just really homey. It's, it's kind yeah, of, it uh, is, for yeah. sure. Yeah. Is it a temple as well? Some kind of temple. It is, yeah, yeah. It's, uh, there's some uh, blind separating it. I haven't been to the other side, but yeah. Oh, it's yeah, that's right. Oh, that's cool. It's very relaxing. Oh, yeah. Uh, and speaking of living in Sandy Hill, how, how do you find it? Like I, I've, I've personally never lived in Sandy Hill. Rob, I know you it's have. It's pretty great. But uh, – well, OK. <laughs> but uh, no, I mean like you know, it, it's obviously great as a student. But as, as you get to your upper years, I don't know, how do you find it? Uh, I, I'll probably move away. Like it's, it's, it's great when you're a student. You know, in terms of social life, yeah. uh, the grocery store is right there. You're 10 minute walk to campus, not even even. Uh, just everything is great about it, but I see myself if I were still live in Ottawa, I'd probably move more like west of the river where it's more mature, uh, mature crowd. Yeah. I think mm-hmm. that makes sense. It's a little, little noisy at night now. Now, <laughs> now, now that I'm turning uh, 23, uh, old man, yeah, I'm getting old. <laughs> you just hear everyone wooing on the street. I'm like, keep yeah. that noise down. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know what time it is? Yeah. <laughs> uh, okay, that, that's cool. Um, are there still a lot? I mean. 
I, I, I think the last times I've been there during like busy times, you know, they've been generally like Canada Day or St. Patrick's Day, and like that's when like everybody oh, yeah. seems to flood the streets. Yeah, it's it's extremely. Yeah, there's a lot of people on the on the streets. Unbelievable. Yeah, yeah. Just the next day, you just see trash everywhere. <laughs> yeah, that's the thing. So that's what I, that's where I was getting was. Yeah, you probably see the garbage. Oh uh, yeah, okay, yeah, that's, that's too bad. But uh, yeah. I guess that's it's almost unavoidable, sadly. Yeah, well, yeah, I mean, that's the, yeah, and especially you know, I mean, if you have so many students in one area, I mean, think of residents, right? Yeah. But uh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so maybe to close it off, we'll have another. Yeah, we have time for one more uh, a segment we don't do generally that often anymore, but it's what we call I Ask the Questions around here. And that's where, Sean, you'll have a chance to ask us one question, the same question to each of us, and we'll answer. Do you have one that comes to mind? Yeah. Someone asked me this before, and I actually struggled with it, is what's your favorite food? Mm. Favorite food? Mine's lasagna. Oh, no, wait. No, it's Burgers. Burgers. Yeah, what? Is that your final answer? Yeah, because because the burgers you make them in much different ways. Like uh, my my um, not philosophy. My thinking is like something that you would have to eat every day. Like if I could eat it every day. Yeah. Oh yeah. You want some variety. You want to be as, as generic as possible. You could have like a chicken burger. You could have a yeah, exactly yeah. mushroom burger if you really want it. Lasagna burger. <laughs> That's a stretch. Man. Okay. No, it's true. No, I really like burgers. Okay. Okay. I along the same lines. I, I'm a big fan of pizza for the same reason. Yeah, is that you know? I mean, there's no one generic kind. But if you had to pick one kind of pizza, I don't. You don't have to pick one kind of pizza. But if you, if you had to, oh, okay. if you had to, then, then I don't. I don't know if pizza lasagna would be my pizza. <laughs> <laughs> but I just I don't know if a pizza would be my favorite if it, it was only one kind. But if there's variety, but I my our, well our mom used to make this thing called uh, yogurt and parata, yeah. and uh, and it was like it was basically like a. Uh, um, a pita of sorts, like a homemade pita, and it's really just yogurt, like that sweetened. And it's it's like in hindsight, looking back at a lot of the things I eat right now, it's like you know, it's not it's not a well balanced meal, for example, <laughs> but it's still like probably among my my favorite meals yeah. ever. And yeah. it's just I don't know, maybe it's the memory associated to it too. Yeah, but for yeah, sure. It's good. Yeah. Yeah. What about you? I'm gonna go with pizza. I'm really glad you didn't. T- I was going to take it no matter what. I did both pizza. But, all right, all right. You can have a dessert pizza if you want. You can put, you can put anything you want on a pizza. Okay. Those dessert pizzas are so gross. Yeah. Like pizza, they have them. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's just like they have. You like, can have one small pizza piece. crust and put raspberry sauce. Yeah, on. yeah. <laughs> it's insane. Yeah, I guess so. Name, name food like- you can't put on pizza. Like you can't. You can put anything. nachos. Burgers. You can put nachos. You burgers. can definitely put burgers. They, there <laughs> is bacon a bacon cheeseburger pizza. That's true. <laughs> That's true. That is true. <laughs> Jello. You could. I don't know yeah, why. I don't like Jello, but. Well, that's you can't do All right. it. You win, I yep, guess. I win. Sean, what, uh, what's your food? Oh, uh, lamb, <laughs> maybe. Yeah, that's <laughs> a good choice. Wow. That's solid. Completely sure I was just going to eat lambs. It's <laughs> constantly. <laughs> yeah, that's good. Uh, any reason behind it? Or just no, I don't know. I've just been just tender. I, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. A little creepy. Yeah. Yeah. I just want young meat. <laughs> nope. <laughs> no, I've just been trying it at the restaurants I go to, and I just have this obsession with it now. Yeah. Maybe just a phase, but cool. yeah, I love it. It's expensive too. That's it, what it is. Makes you feel classy. Yeah, yeah. So, if one were to get lamb at an Ottawa restaurant, where would uh, you recommend they go? I honestly don't know in Ottawa. I, I haven't had lamb in Ottawa. 
Oh, oh man. No. John, you have to go to Topkapki on Preston. It's like a Turkish place. Oh, yeah? Oh, you've been there. Yeah, it's, it's really good. And yeah. they, they, they're yeah, great there land. is the best. Yeah. What's it called? Tub Topkapki. Topkapki. It's all like Preston and Carling. Okay. Yeah, there. Yeah, yeah. It's That's good. There you go. Let me go there. Right <laughs> now. Okay. <laughs> well, so Keegan can go. Uh, we, uh, well, first of all, we want to thank you for coming on. Yeah, thanks for having me. It was yeah, great. No, it was great time. a lot of fun. And uh, do you have, so, so you wanted to promote Govindas. You yep. did. Uh, anything else you want to promote at all? Uh, th- yeah, there's one more thing, actually. The University of Ottawa has this thing called the, the Makerspace, and basically it encourages students, and you don't have to be a student, actually, uh, to, to go into their lab and uh, play with their 3D printers. And it's at no cost. You just go in there for free, and you uh, d- can design something or pull a design from online and just 3D print something and take it home with you. What? And, yeah, wow. it's great. So yeah. it's... it's, it's Students for the entire week, except on Sundays where it's open to the public, and they want to make it uh, more accessible to the public in the, in the future. But essentially, I've seen people printing uh, arrow holders for their bow and arrow, random. Wow. Uh, just some guy, um, you know those knobs on your stove? Yeah. Uh, His yeah. grandmother's broke off. It was a classic. So he 3D printed a new knob to go on there. That's uh, wow. Some guy printed a, a phone case for his Samsung Galaxy S4. <laughs> Uh, just anything. I mean, you can look up 3D printing designs yeah. online for something, whatever you want. Download the file, bring it to school, and print it. That's crazy. And just walk wow. It's great. And I love it's that cool. example of the stove. Yeah. Like, it really shows how practical, practical it is. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. So it's not always unnecessary, but uh, yeah, if you guys are interested, mm-hmm. Sunday uh, they're open on Sundays to the public uh, in Colonel Bai. Yep. Uh, in the A-Wing. And there's signs yep. in the A-Wing uh, saying it's the makerspace. And yeah, just go there, three D print, and cool. uh, it's a lot That's of fun. That's amazing. That's really cool. They open. They have workshops that uh, you could attend, and uh, just teach you about the stuff. They give out laptops for you to use if you don't have your own. Wow. Yeah, yeah. It's just a great new program they uh, they introduced this year. Cool. Is there like a website or something? Or I mean, we'll, we'll Google yeah, it. Yeah, we'll, if, if we can link it, we will. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, yeah. I don't, I'm not sure if there's a website offhand. But okay. Yeah. Anyway, that, that's super cool. Yeah. All right. And I've been reading that 3D printing is actually like Staples is going to have within a year is going to have 3D printers stocked it, for a thousand dollars. It's it's unbelievable how accessible this is becoming. Yeah, <laughs> I, I thought that it'd be years and years removed from that. Yeah, but, uh, I don't think good. we've even begun to scratch the surface of what you can 3D print. Exactly. No, that's the thing too, right? But uh, okay, that's 3D cool. printers. Oh, actually, that's that's deep. When you when you buy a 3D printer, they send you files. And you have to print parts of the printer. What? So uh, they don't send what? you a fully assembled 3D printer. They send you just the the head and maybe the contour. And they send you uh, maybe five or ten files with it. And you print parts of it. And you put it on. That's very cool. That's really cool. <laughs> yeah. And it makes sense because it makes you like have to know how to use it. Yeah. yeah I guess so. <laughs> huh. I like it. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Uh, All right. Uh, so Makerspace. That was Makerspace. Makerspace yes. at University of Ottawa. Um I don't know who to give this to, Rob. Who? Uh, how? How can they find us? So you can go to the website. Uh, first of all, that's the easiest way. It, that's ottawapodcast.com. You can find us on iTunes. You can find us on Stitcher Radio. We're on Twitter at Ottawa Podcast. On Facebook at uh, just type in Ottawa. All right. Those are, those are the easiest ways. Yeah. Those are most of the ways, really. I think that's almost all the ways. All right. You could, you could sniff around Bank and Gladstone. You could. I guess. Yep. See if you smell us. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> okay. And oh, I forgot to tell you about this, but the way we end our podcast is we have our guests say, Ottawa, <laughs> in any voice or whatever, grot out as long as you like. 
and uh, and then we'll cut it shortly afterwards. So while you're thinking of a way to say Ottawa, uh, I just want to thank Bose again for giving us the beer to try. And yeah. so we're going to parcel those out again. Yeah. Uh, go check out their holiday pack. It should be in stores by the time you listen to this. Or shortly thereafter. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Thanks. Thanks again, Bose. And Sean, are you ready to go? Ottawa!